So today in sociology, we need to talk about causation and correlation. It's two things that sound really complicated, but when you really dig down to it, it's not quite so bad. Okay, you already know basically what a cause is, but you need to know that sociologists tend to believe that there needs to be more than one cause. And the reason's simple. Uh, most things have more than one cause. Take crime, for example. What causes crime? You, you can't just pick one thing. Oh, well, people are jerks. Yeah, well, some people are jerks, of course. But there's other factors that come in to the causes of crime. Peer pressure, poverty, po parenting quality. And so lots of things do it. So in social science, we tend to look for multiple causes simply because humans are complicated. And so the reasons we do things are complicated. Now, you need to know the different types of variables. The first is quantitative. A quantitative variable means you can give it a quantity or a number. So how many? How much? Uh, looking around the classroom, how many desks? How many students? How many males? How many females? Anything you can assign a number to, that's quantitative. The best definition of a qualitative variable is simply anything else. Anything that's not quantitative anything that's not quantitative is qualitative. Now your book has a terrible definition that's not actually accurate. Qualitative tends to be things that uh, have more to do with uh, feelings, things that can change. What sport do you play? Oh, well, I play basketball. Unless it's in football season, then I play football. <laughs> also, feelings and things like that would, of course, be qualitative. Now, two different kinds of variables, an independent variable and a dependent variable. An independent variable is a variable that you can change and manipulate. And what that does is that changes the dependent variable. So just one example, if I have three plants and I give one the right amount of water, one too much water, and one not enough water, then that independent variable, the amount of water, will impact the dependent variable. How big the plant grows would be a dependent variable. How many leaves it has, whether it lives or dies, all of those are dependent on the amount of water. So another example, an independent variable would be a decision you make in class. I chose not to do my assignment. Well, then the dependent variable would be your grade. The dependent variable is alterable when you change the independent variable. Now there's one kind of exception and that's if there's an intervening variable. An intervening variable is something that steps in and stops the independent one from affecting the dependent one. So let's say for an independent variable we have slick roads. Okay, and then the dependent variable would be the number of accidents. An intervening variable would be slowing down or getting good snow tires. We have fewer accidents if people slow down or get good snow tires. And so those would be intervening variables. Now, uh, you have to understand the difference between causation and correlation. A correlation is something that is related. So, for example, 
uh, your grade is correlated to the amount of work you do in the class. You, you do more work, you are more likely to have a higher grade. They're correlated. One goes up, the other goes up too. It could be what they call a reverse correlation, where one goes up, the other goes down. So school attendance and number of Fs. The more people that are in school, the fewer Fs that we have. Those are correlated. Causation means that one directly led to the other. And there are three rules for establishing causation. One, the two variables have to be correlated. They have to have something in common. Two, any other possible factors have to be taken into account. You can't say, oh, well, um, for example, one thing, it's called a spurious correlation. The number of people who drown after falling out of a fishing boat happens to be correlated with the marriage rate in Kentucky. That's just a coincidence. The two are not related. People don't see others drown and they say, oh, I better get hitched here in Kentucky. That's just not the way it works. So other factors have to be taken in. Oh, well, what about this? Well, what about... So uh, another good example would be education and uh, prison. Uh, people tend to end up in prison more often when they uh, when they don't get their their high school diplomas, well, is it because they is it because they go to prison because they don't have money, or is it because they didn't graduate because they weren't members of families who thought education was important, and those tend to be more often criminal families. So so that's you have to consider other factors. The third standard for showing causation is the change in the independent variable has to occur before a change in the dependent variable. If it doesn't change before, then it can't cause it. You can't cause something that happened before the cause. That just doesn't make any sense. Hey, so that's correlation and causation. If that's not clear, um, come in and see me or do a Google search for correlation and causation. Make sure you understand this concept. It's very important.